1: If I could take all the things that you guys have learned over the last 10 years and just summarize them, put them in some way to easily digest them and take action, that's what this book is all about. You're not going to want to miss it. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash new book and get your copy today. Move,
0: move. Are you dancing? Hey, are you stallion. It's okay to sing, man. People love it. People love a little natural intro, something a little different, right? That's right. That's right. There's such a blessing, bro, that you and I did not have to ever go through the dating phase of technology because we would have totally sucked at it. But today we had a lot of fun talking a little bit about the different passive income opportunities that are out there. And one... How do we find them? What are all the options? And what are the commitment levels? What is your thoughts on how do we find deals? And why is it important for someone listening today to take this podcast to help them on their journey to becoming financially free?
1: Well, let's be real, Russ. You don't want to just get into any relationship right out of the gate, right? You got to know, is this the right fit for me? is this the person or the the stream of income that I want to spend the rest of my life with? <laughs> and man, I think we uncovered that. Like we talked about your investor DNA. We talked about making sure I'm compatible with this passive income stream. Because what happens? You get into a deal, and, and we actually mentioned this in the episode, you're so excited about it at the front end. And then you realize, just like I did with 100unicorns.com, that it was way more time and energy than I anticipated. I didn't realize that didn't, that wasn't compatible with me, right? The you, time he, that You didn't go on enough dates, bro. You didn't ask I did the not. people. I did not, yes. And I did not hold up my investor DNA. That was my biggest failure. But today, all the coaches unveiled their own way that they see the deals that they're in love with. And I think you're going to get a lot out of that. You're going to learn how to think the way that an investor thinks. And that's really the takeaway. You got to become a better investor if you want to end up with the right investments. It's not all, you can't just sit on the sidelines forever,
0: right? You're going to have to put that foot on the dance floor and get on out there, man. You know, like I, I feel like at the event the other day, I watched so many young guys sitting there just watching, right? They're, all, all, all of our, 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 our single just ladies. Putting out,
1: just putting out the vibe.
0: All, all the single ladies were on the dance floor, <laughs> and I'm looking around, and there is no dudes. Yes. I mean, other than true. me, and I'm just having fun, right? But there's nobody out there. So you just can't always sit back, right? Yeah, evaluate, prepare, and then go, you know, get, get in the game, right? Hit the dance floor. Today's podcast hopefully give you some encouragement in a very fun way. Happy Valentine's Day, by the way. Hopefully, you're with somebody that you love, and maybe this podcast will help you to laugh while you start looking for love and financial freedom so that you will be able to enjoy, enjoy the things that you want to do for the rest of your year. Stallion, get your chair. It's That's us Welcome to the
2: Wealth Without Wall Street podcast.
0: Welcome into the Financial Freedom Roundtable, where each week we break down complex financial topics so that you can more easily understand them and more importantly, take action on your path to becoming financially free. If this is your first time in the room, grateful to have you. My name is Russ Morio, they call me the idea guy. Mostly like a follow-through guy or bad internet guy it just doesn't sound so cool. But enough about me for a moment. Let me introduce you to my co host, my partner. He's the
1: Italian salad. He's got the license plate covered to prove it, Mr. Joe Mire. Stallion. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. Good to be here, Russ. And I tell you, this topic today has got me fired up. You want to know why? Why? Yes, I want to know. Because we just got back from the Inner Circle Life. We're in the hallways of the Westin Hotel here in Birmingham, and I saw people looking for love just looking for love everywhere they went they went to all these breakout sessions and they said who will i fall in love with which passive income stream is for me and it was just it it reminded me of a match.com or a, you know something going on eharmony right there in your face it was it was something to partake
0: mm. Hey, one of those looking for love
1: and all the wrong faces,
0: you know? Exactly.
1: Exactly. I'm excited because we get to break this down today. Okay. All right. Well,
0: let's let's break it down. Let's get the coaches in the room, man. The the beauty of being at this podcast every single week is that you and I have so much support. We're we're uh, surrounded by the dream team of financial coaches. Let's get them up. Number one on my list, Mr. Incredible. His superpower is speed to financial freedom and the real beauty of that speed is it's contagious. My man, J.D. Hill, say
3: hello to your fans, J.D. Hey, fans. Hey, Jamie. Man, <laughs> I tell you, it was, uh, that was fun to be able to actually uh, do that live at the event uh, and actually be able to, to wave to the two fans in the audience, that was great. <laughs> I didn't know your
1: mom
3: was there. Was your mom that was there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. No, my, my Adler was there and she waved, but that's it.
0: <laughs> that's right. It, JD, what, what passive income stream will I fall in love with from listening to you today?
3: I, I don't know which one you're going to fall in love with. Um, I can certainly tell you the ones that, that I generally fall in love with uh, are the ones that are fast and quick.
0: Mm. The fast and the quick.
3: And they, it gets me in trouble every time.
0: Every okay. Time. All right. We're, I know you like the fast and the furious, but the fast and the quick. Okay.
3: The fast and the quick, baby. Come on. <laughs> All
0: right. Let, let, let me bring somebody else in. I, I got, I got to your left, a true financial Sherlock Holmes of our day. No problem with too difficult to solve. If I had just known him earlier, I'd be so much richer. Said everybody, Mr. Downtown Ernie Brown. Nice to see you, Erd. Nice to be seen, Russ. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, man. What passive income stream am I gonna fall in love with today? Well man, I I think I'm just gonna jump
2: on the JD train. <laughs> I'll go sure. with fast and quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Just, I,
0: usually you, you compete with him, you debate yeah. him. You know, I kidding.
2: love debating JD. <laughs> uh well he, here's here's my thing for the year. When people ask me, hey, what what are you gonna fall in love with this year? Is my response to so many people is I'm happily married. Thank you.
0: Wow. you've already found one.
2: Yes. I'm exclusive.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> I do want to get to that a little bit later. I want to talk about the commitment level to any of these things that we're falling in love with. Okay. I, I, yeah, I want to know how I want to know how we're going to find them first. <laughs> but at some point uh, we're going to need to know how committed do I have to be. All right. Well, let's let's get over to the king of Beham. Mr. Real Estate himself, he's agnostic to his type as long as it produces cash flow, the multi-talented Mr. Jamie O'Brien. Good to see you, Jamie. What's happening, Russ? Are you going to give us something today? Like, are you going to help us? Are you going to
4: woo us with real estate? What's going to be that thing that's going to come out of your mind today? Man, I've met real estate several years ago, and I've been in love ever since. The fun thing about real estate, though, is it's kind of like saying I like brunettes. There's so many different options. So oh, wow. it just oh, wow. opens the door to multiple possibilities. <laughs> Ooh, it's getting juicy up
0: in here. We're going, we're going on the view. they try trying to get that Ooh. thing on the ground. Come on. I got it. I hear you. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we we may have a heart attack. And if we do, we're going to call the doctor for this thing. The DFM. The doctor of financial medicine. He's got a precision like approach to cash flow and he can diagnose problems before they even occur just by looking at your financial statement. Mr. Automated Budget Himself, Eric Cutson. Great to have you on, Eric.
5: Russ, man, I'm so glad to be here. So glad to have been at the event this weekend. Amazing. Tell, tell me a little bit about your love interest here. You know, I think back on my buddy James Taylor that says, I thought I was in love a couple of times before to the girl next door, but that was long before I met you. So I'm gonna tell you, I've thought I've been in love many times, just to realize I actually wasn't. And we'll pour into that more later. Mm. Okay.
0: Well, I'm an urban cowboy guy, right? I, I I remember when when Bud and Sissy were on the break, you know, and and he was shacking up with with Pam. And she's over there playing a good song. He's like, Pam, I said, turn it up. <laughs> but just, just like, just like Bud, I think, you know, sometimes we can get caught looking for love in too many faces, right? Mm. What, mm. What, one of our, our guests, when we were here at the Inner Circle Live, Needy Jamdar, he said, man, I, I, got, I got caught looking for all of these different ideas. And we tried almost every one of them. We went an inch deep in 12 different directions and realized that we were getting no closer to our goals. And I, I felt that way, Joey. I have felt that way before where I just wanted to do all the ideas. And as we were going through the passive income matrix after JD did such a fantastic job covering the investor DNA. Thank you. Thank I, you. I, I mentioned to all of those who were similar to me that their investor profiles, their disc profiles, started out with an I they were influencers. I was like, you got to start with the cons page. You got to everything on the pros page. You already know you want to do, right? Everything's a pro we're optimistic. I think that sometimes can can be costly. So I I, want to come around to you, Joseph. Let's dig into this. I want to break this down into three areas. One, if I'm looking for love for passive income, how do I find it? Secondly, what are all my options? There's just lots of options, and we've experienced a lot of them. And I want to share some of those experiences. Right? This is a yep. kiss and tell moment. Right? It's okay <laughs> to do that. That's all right. Wow. Okay. <laughs> but at the uh, end of the day, I want to know how committed do I have to be? Like, are is it like, do I have to do I have to love this thing forever? Is it all right to sometime find an, an, another one? Okay. Yeah. So for you, Joey, let's talk first about. How do I find them? How do I go looking for these options?
1: Well, I, I I liken it to compatibility, right? I mean, does she have a good personality? Right? You need to you need to know that on the outset. Um, but no, it really comes down to as an investor, what are the things that I need it to be doing for me, like. Do I am I looking for immediate cash flow? Like break down. We've talked about this as your investor buy box before, right? And and to me, we've actually been on so many calls just this week, Russ. I don't know how many you've had, but I've had people reaching out to me in the community, texting, emailing. They're so fired up from Inner Circle Live that they don't know where to start and they just they're just like oh my gosh that breakout session with Niti was so amazing i think i want to do the burst strategy or hey i love this amazon idea and i'm i'm going down that path here's here's what i'll tell you if you don't get objective about what it is that you're really trying to accomplish and what sort of things that you're going to be compatible with to use kind of our theme today then you're going to be disappointed, right? Start with the end in mind and start building out exactly what those things are. Um, so I'll, I'll just—you want me to make it real practical? Hundred percent, please. Okay. So for me, I'm I'm a high S, right? I'm actually S I, so I kind of play in both of those fields. The things that I love are a business-backed type of um, investment that I can have some influence on, but that's also going to have some security. It's also going to have something behind it, right? So this whole thing, like our next big thing is getting into the Amazon space. And why is that? Because these are hard and fast. These are product-based um, backed type businesses that have a track record. They've already been successful. Like that to me draws me into that, and it's going to create immediate cash flow. Those things right off the bat, I'm compatible with. Okay.
0: Joey, um, that was a great answer to a question I didn't ask, but I'm grateful that you gave it. We we learned a lot there. I'm, uh, Earn, um, I, I'm going to come to you now, right? I, I asked the question and, and I'm hoping that you'll, you'll have a, an answer a little closer to the The area I was in, I'm looking to. How do I find love in these areas? Where should I be looking? Do you have a criteria for me? Do you have, do you have some places that that help a brother out? Well, I I actually think Joey's answer was gold.
2: Thank you. I I thought it was really good, and and it made me think: if you have no standards, everyone's going to look good. Or Billy's gonna have his beer goggles on, right? You might be like Billy. So how do you how do you get those standards? Well, I think you have to start to like Joey was saying, it's such a great answer. You have to figure out what are you compatible with? Well, how do you know what you're compatible with? You have to know yourself, <laughs> right? How do you do that? I think you start with your investor DNA. Hmm. What what how are you wired up? What is the unique way that you see the world? What are the strengths in your particular personality style? And and then get equipping around the deals that you're looking at to say, is this a good fit? Or how can I turn this into a good fit for me based upon the way that I'm wired? So I'll stop there. Uh, Russ, who knows if I'm even close to what you're
1: asking with these impossible russ, the russ is the only person that can answer
4: his question at this point just everybody <laughs> else is give up J, jamie help me out jump in there man i mean you can find opportunities everywhere and, and so i think as the other guys have said figuring out what you want to do is super important but i mean real estate let's talk real estate i mean you can go on the mls you can go um land flipping you can go bur- within the mls you can go house flipping, you could do a million different things. Where do you find it? I think it is figuring out what you wanna do, what you wanna attack. And information is plentiful. Um, You can find information on what you wanna attack really anywhere. I don't think I answered your question, Russ. Uh,
0: Well, I think you started to, right? Like you mentioned real estate. And uh, JD, if I wanted to dig into real estate, let's just pretend that was my love interest. Where where would I go to get more information on that? Where would that stuff live? And how could I determine if I was compatible?
3: You know, uh, if only there were a place you could go where there were like-minded people in a community actually doing these types of things. If only there were a place to go where you could do that, then you could actually collaborate and ask questions to these answers. And I think there actually is such a community, it's called the inner circle mm. and it's our community. Okay. And that, that is where you can go to be able to figure out what niche I, I like to use the French, right? What niche, um, <laughs> do you really want to go down inside of the real estate <laughs> inside of the real estate, uh, space? Uh, and so, um, you know, I, I, I went down the road of, of wholesaling and, and, and flipping houses. Um, I opted, uh, not to, to go down the route, ra- the route of the, the burrs, um, you know, and, and looking back on it, uh, I, cause I wanted to go quick and fast. Yeah. You know, I, I should have slowed down. You know, I, I definitely should have slowed down. If you've listened to our
1: show for any length of time, you've heard us talk about infinite banking and how we were able to use that concept to create over $50,000 a month in passive income. It's just not that easy to figure out how does this all connect into my own personal system? Stallion, that's why we created the
0: Passive Income Operating System, bro. It shows you how to turn active income into passive income. It makes all the steps come together. If you would like to get access to it as a podcast listener, we've never given this away in public before, go to what's what forward slash P-I-O-S. There was nothing worse than walking into class when you're in school and the teacher saying, "Pop quiz day. Why?
1: Because you were unprepared. Are you unprepared, though, for financial freedom? Don't be. Find out how close you are by taking our 30-second quiz at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash quiz.
0: Well, you, you say you should have slowed down, and I, I want to come back to that. I don't want to not miss an opportunity to get deeper in there. But before that, though, Eric, I want to give you first crack at this, right? Because okay, these guys have sorta, of, not really, they 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 it gave us a couple of criteria of where do I go find it, right? I need to understand who I am as an investor. I need to realize is it gonna be truly active? Is it gonna be truly passive? Is it if it's in the real estate space, maybe there's a couple of different locations that I can go to. There's probably meetups. As JD said, there's a community that I could dig into. Let's talk about options, though. Let's start talking about the things that we have fallen in love with in the passive income space. So for you, outside of Miss Husson, when it comes to passive income,
5: what's your first love? Well, it changes, right? As I as I have grown. Uh, Financially and in my knowledge, that has shifted. And uh, you know, like like Joey said, you know, know yourself. You know, I hearken back a little bit to what Jamie said. He has an affinity for brunettes. I'm a brunette, Jamie. (laughs) I'm confident. (laughs) I'm confident. (laughs)
1: We have lost Russ, by the way. Although
5: Jamie narrowed the list down to brunettes, it's not all brunettes. So uh, I, I would call inner circle. So when I wanted to find a mate, I identified the group of people I wanted to be involved with. So for me, as an evangelical Christian, I wanted to find my lifetime mate in church. And so... If you want to call the inner circle your financial church, that's fine. But sometimes you go shopping before that. And the very simple thing to do is to scroll through your Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. And there are a plethora of different passive income ideas that you can find without committing to anything to find the one that suits you. For me, um, I'm currently in love with land flipping but I'm also just started the Amazon business and it's a lot of work up front, but I think it's really going to pay off. I don't know if I'm in love yet.
0: Okay. So he's he, still he, dating. He, he's on the social network searching for options. Okay. I like that. I, it, by the way, I think that may have been the by far number one moment in podcast history. Um, I'm a brewman. <laughs> and he did tell us where he's finding options by going to the past to the podcast and just scrolling for names, right? I mean, hey, that's a lot of a lot of ways people are, are searching these apps for for a potential. Um, I don't know, mates is the right term there, but they're they're scrolling, they're looking, there's something that that draws them in that. To go deeper, okay, I'm with you. Let's talk options. So he he gave us land flipping. He gave us e-commerce. Jamie, what what's
4: what's what's an option that that you're digging into? I, I I'm going to give you a hint. It has to do with real estate. Um, <laughs> and what I love about real estate, as I mentioned earlier, alluded to was there's a lot of options within real estate. And I personally like that. There's a lot of options with each individual property. I prefer to buy properties where I have multiple exit strategies. You know, if I want to sell at retail, if I want to refinance it and hold it as a long-term rental, make it a short-term rental, um, you know, potentially just wholesale it to somebody else and let them deal with the rehab and the headache. Uh, there's land flipping, which I'm looking into. The, the problem I've always had is I have that high eye and, and I think everything looks good. And so I have dipped my toe in a lot of different things within the real estate world. But at the end of the day, I knew my buy box was I wanted something backed with a tangible asset that I could see not only long-term generational wealth growth, but cash flow. And so that's how I narrowed down my buy box to real estate was that all makes sense to me. I figured out the simple basic equation of buy it cheaper than it's going to cost you to buy it, rehab it, and sell it. And you can make some money right? You can take that and you can spread that across a bunch of different areas of real estate.
1: I, I'm going to jump in behind you, Jamie, and I'm going to attempt to answer your first question the way that you probably meant to ask it, Russ. Oh, thank you. Actually, I'm going I'm to throw a little twist on it. Shocker. If, if, you attended our, our Inner Circle Live event. If you start being in a community like our Inner Circle or our Passive Income Mastermind, and beforehand you were wondering, where can I even find passive income ideas? You start, you put on your goggles in those places and all of a sudden you start seeing them everywhere, which is potentially a problem. Because if you haven't grounded yourself with what it is I'm really trying to accomplish, then as Jamie just mentioned, as we've all kind of mentioned, it all looks good. But you start to see things that were always there. I I guarantee you this week, as people went home from our event, they have started to see things that they never saw before because they got exposed. They started to see things, they, they were around other people, they were having these conversations, and now all of a sudden it's like, I can't not see it. It's, it's right there in front of me. So anyway, I don't know if that's partially what you're saying, but you're, you start finding them everywhere. But Hey, I, I, I like the way that Gabrielle just
0: said this in the, in the chat, really. I mean, maybe let's just be honest that we're just after passive income and, and that's the one It it is just that that passive income could be wearing many different outfits. That There's a, a lot of different options out there, and maybe there's different ways that it gets um, the appropriate outfit for the pro- appropriate occasion. But I do want to keep hearing options. I do, I do want to see how this thing gets dressed up. So, Earn, for you, what's your favorite? This year
2: it is going to be – and continue to be by far land flipping. As I think about the the, uh, environment that we're moving through this year, I think there will continue to be more and more good deals come onto the marketplace. Mm. I mean, when when people continue to get squeezed in their cash flows with the rise of the cost of goods that's happening around us, Do you think that there's going to be more parcels of property that longtime owners are going to be willing to sell at pennies on the dollar, oftentimes 30 cents on the dollar? And then how many deals are there where you can turn that thing around immediately? You don't have to clean it, you don't have to paint it, you don't have to do anything but market it and sell it for its retail value on terms? I think this year, priority number one is for me to max out as much as my land business can hold in capital. I got to be exclusive there because that's going to create the best opportunity for me.
0: I, I like the, that there are so many options, right? We've covered uh, just basic, you know, buy, rehab, rent, refinance, repeat. We've talked about land flipping multiple times. We got into the e-commerce space. I mean, I'm I'm sure if I kept asking you, Joey, you'd try to convince me that renting an RV is a good idea, right? Maybe buying a cattle company would be something we should be looking into. I mean, I'm not even going to ask you. I'm not even going to go down those. If Mark was here, he'd be telling us about ATMs, right? You should be in syndications, man. You should be looking – for depreciation in the oil and gas space, JD, what what other options am I forgetting? What other options have we not touched on that would open the eyes of someone listening and going, "Huh, that's interesting. Hadn't thought about that one."
3: Um, well, one that, uh, well, I guess there's there's two that I'm really curious to to continue to explore more about. Um, they may not be the direction that I actually go this year, I could add it into what I'm doing. Um, But one is notes, buying notes. The note buying thing is really fascinating to me because you're buying a performing note at a discount, um, likely because the person needs, uh, they need the cash, right? Like in other words, they need the actual value of the note, but they're willing to sell it at a discount. So it's still profitable for you. So note buying is becoming really interesting to me. Another one is um, because of the, the current interest rate environment, is uh, creative finance with real estate. This is really fascinating. Uh, I'm in the process of, of trying to, to complete my first deal doing this, but uh, seller financing a property, right? So I'm the, the, the purchaser, Russ, you're the seller, right? I'm the buyer, you're the seller. I come to you and say, Hey Russ, I want to buy your house from you, um, but I don't want to use the banks, right? I want, I, wanna, I want you to be the bank, right? I want you to carry the note you owner finance that to me or seller finance that to me. And then I actually turn around and go seller finance that to somebody else. It's a really, really fascinating concept. um, Because one, you have... Obviously, there's two notes that you're going to wrap it, but you're making the arbitrage or the spread there right? from whatever you give me the interest rate at versus what I give it to somebody else at. And then if there's enough margin in the deal where I buy it from you, say for 300, then I can turn around and sell for 330... I just created another 30,000 of equity. That's now mine that I can, if I can do it correctly, that 10% down payment, I get that equity right away. So I get cash up front and then I get to split the difference between whatever the interest rate is that you're giving me versus the interest rate that I'm, I'm selling to someone else. And I didn't have to use any cash out of pocket at all to make that deal work. Um, so, so those are notes and both of those are obviously around the same idea of, of, of notes in general, but those are two things that are really, really fascinating to me um, within the real estate space uh, right now is, is owner financing or creative finance and and doing stuff like that. And on the note side, is that something you're
1: actively pursuing those, like buying, like researching those, finding them on a marketplace, purchasing them,
3: or is it something you're doing through a fund model? Uh, it would be, uh, the, the former, um, and so I actually have a call set up next week with a, with a buddy of mine that I was interestingly enough, I was talking to at the event, the inner circle, uh, live event. Who was telling me about note buying on the land flipping space? and I was like, dude, this is that is so brilliant um because you can literally start you can immediately start buying cash flow right away uh, at a discounted rate and uh, and so I'm having a conversation set up next week to to explore that a little bit more to learn more about that um, because that's something that i've I personally just I like it quick and fast, and the problem with quick and fast is is oftentimes you have to move on to the next move on to the next move on to the next, to the next so you don't actually go you know uh, you don't stick around very long right yeah. and
0: w- what you just said there i want to break down really quickly assume my internet doesn't break down on me joey it is in the land flipping business and what they've done is they went and bought raw land and they've turned around and sold it on terms so somebody's paying them a hundred dollars two hundred five hundred thousand dollars a month whatever the number is for a period of time maybe two years maybe seven years and at, at differing points, they get to a place where they they need to buy new land to sell, but they run out of cash. And one of the things that they do to create cash is they say, "Hey, JD, I'm willing to sell you these agreements, these five agreements, or the financial world is notes that I have with these five people." and I'm getting paid this amount every single month and I'm willing to sell you the rest of the the term on them. Or maybe I'm willing to sell you one year's worth of that. So here I am, I'm sitting on cash and I wanna turn it into cash flow and I'm trying to figure out where to do it. That's a really easy way, right? If I if I have the arrangements, if I have the connections, that's a really easy way for me to take cash and immediately turn it into cash flow. I don't even have to understand all the other things.
3: That's right. Somebody I, did all I, the hard work for you, which is the brilliant part, right? Somebody literally did the hard work for you. And if you're doing it on the land space, this is the thing that's so fascinating about land as I continue to go down this road. So I'm going through um, uh, Land Geek's uh, investor toolkit right now um super super fascinating how how they structure and set up all these things and i just um like when you they, they set it up where when when you're creating the cash flow that you can't build or put any structures on the property and obviously the notes paid off well if somebody defaults i get that note right back because there's no structure on it and then i get to go repurpose or resell the note Like get it, it's a brilliant business model like absolutely brilliant and you don't go through a
2: foreclosure process either. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So okay, your let's, return let's, time to get that back on the market can be super quick. That's right. Yeah.
1: I,
0: there's just so You many. like it
1: fast and quick. I, I see where you're going with that. I think what we need to do now is we need to focus in on our last call, right? I want, I want everybody to go around the horn and give us our final thoughts. Because if I'm listening to this, I want to know, how I'm going to make my love connection with passive income at the end of this, Jamie, I'm going to start
4: with you. I think we, we hit the nail on the head early on is get, get in a community that brings you ideas, right? If you have nowhere to start or you have no idea where to start, get around people who are currently doing things that you think are interesting and start to learn about these options so that you can dive deeper into whatever you choose to pursue. That would be my final thought. Awesome, JD, final thought.
3: Um, yeah, I look, if you're big on not making mistakes, um, you know, I, I personally don't like to make mistakes. The only way that's gonna happen is if you're surrounded by other folks that have already made mistakes so that you can engage with them and ask them questions on what they've done so that you can prevent making the same mistakes that they've made obviously you're going to make mistakes and that's perfectly fine, but you can mitigate uh, how many and how expensive those are. Uh, if you're in a community of other folks that are also pursuing the same thing that you're pursuing.
1: Love it. Arnie.
2: Well, I think the question stands, how committed do I have to be? And I would say, if you've got a good one, don't let it get away. That would be, that would be my thought there. I think there's two, two types of people listening to this podcast, the one who's looking for love and the one who has found love and both people fall into the same temptation is every week you guys bring a ridiculous new opportunity to the podcast and it is hard (laughs) to stay focused on one, right? So if you've got, if you found love, passive income path, pursue it fully all the way until you can't put any more capital or any more time into that to grow it and then go looking for the next for the next thing and if you're looking for love create a criteria for yourself well what exactly am i looking for you know it doesn't it doesn't have to be brunettes even though i think brunettes are amazing i'm there i'm with you it Doesn't Thank have you. to be brunettes you you can figure out for yourself what am i looking for is it cash flow is it appreciation does it need to involve debt? Does it need to have some measure of depreciation? Doesn't need to be dependent upon my time or somebody else's time. What are you looking for? And figure that out for yourself. That way, uh, as everything seems to look good, you can you can cross some things off the list. It's a final thought.
1: And by the way, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you to a call with one of these coaches because they will help you with that. If you're sitting there thinking, that sounds great and wonderful for us to have this criteria. I don't even know where to start with that. You need to know your right next thing, right? These coaches are trained to walk you through that process to make it crystal clear. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash free call and get that set up today. So uh, famous brunette, Eric, what's your your final thoughts? So if you want to know
5: how to have a long lasting successful relationship, you need to go find somebody that's had a long lasting successful relationship because asking someone that's newly married or newly dating how much they love this person is one thing. You, if if you find somebody that's just started investing in something, they're always going to love it in the beginning. It reminds me of uh, somebody told me about buying boats the two greatest days in a boat owner's life is the day they buy it and the day they sell it. (laughs) And that's not how you want it to be. You know, the day you get into investment and the day you get out of it, I mean, you're just wanting out of it. That's not what you want. So that's what I think is, if I was gonna do, you know, something in real estate in Birmingham, Alabama, then I would be trying to take Jamie to lunch. I would be trying to get in relationship with people who have done it for a very long time, very successfully and see if I could just get get time with him. So good.
1: Russ, round us out with your final thought.
0: I got off a call today with a guy who was really excited about an opportunity he had been exposed to. And when I was asking him, how much information did he know about the operators and their success level in the deal that he was wanting to get in? And that's where it got a little bit hairy. A lot of times, as you said, Eric, we get really excited on the front end of deals. And I think when we go through this community, the goal should not be to find deals. The goal should be to become a better investor, right? Robert Kiyosaki is famous for saying that there's no good or bad investors or good and bad investments, only good or bad investors. And I think that, too oftentimes, we get excited about a deal without understanding why the deal is actually good, what makes the deal good, and what could make the deal go bad. So quit getting caught up reading numbers and hearing good pitches. Start learning what a good deal looks like. Put it out to the world,
1: and those deals will come find you all over the place. Mm-hmm. Thanks, everybody, for being on today. You guys nailed it and uh, helped us to figure out how to fall in love with our next passive income stream. If you got value out of today's podcast, if you'll do us the favor and share the love, share the love for the love of all that's holy. Go out there and uh, rate, review, like all the, all the wonderful things because we want other people to fall in love with their next passive income stream. And it could be because you did this. Have an amazing day.
2: This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.